welcome to the Yarn Thing Podcast with Marley Bird. I am Marley Bird, and uh, you can catch the Yarn Thing Podcast live every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock Mountain Time. That's 12 o'clock on the East Coast, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, and 11 o'clock in the Midwest. If you are anywhere else in the world and would like to join us live for the podcast, please Google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is for you. I do live in Denver, Colorado, and you can come and join the fun. If you want to see the podcast versus just listening to it, you can always tune in to the Marley Bird Facebook page where I do a Facebook Live behind the scenes of the Yarn Thing podcast with each episode. Uh, all you have to do is go to facebook.com forward slash Marley Bird, M-A-R-L-Y, B-I-R-D, and you can find all of the previous Facebook Lives right there on that particular page, or if you tune in during the day of a podcast, you can actually catch it live and participate with all the other viewers that are watching it as well. Let's say thank you to our sponsors, Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Erin Lane Bags, Craftsy.com, Stitches.events, and Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. You can learn more about the sponsors by visiting marleybird.com and clicking on the sponsor menu, where you will find a direct link to each one of the sponsors. Please go and say hello and thank them for supporting your favorite podcast. Hello, everybody, and it has been a little while, hasn't it? I have been traveling and doing a lot of work things. Some super secret stuff is happening over with RedHeart.com and myself. I can't wait to share it with you. Um, some of the stuff we have been putting together, we have finally decided what the crochet along is going to be. I can't tell you what it is yet, but that will be coming. Uh, we'll announce that in August. And then uh, there is a really Big, big, big thing happening late September, October time. So um, you literally have to wait that long until I can tell you what it is. But trust me, the wait will be worth it. So that is what I have been up to on my end. It is the summer months here in America, and it is crazy around here with my kids and my family and work. But I'm juggling and doing the best I can. And it is nice to be able to come back here on a Tuesday morning and spend time with all of you. Uh, speaking of which, let's meet a brand new guest to the Yarn Thing podcast today. We are going to welcome Pan, I think you say her last name, Mayor, um, to the podcast today, and we're going to talk about her company called Fiber Crafty. And what is really great about this is Tammy has invited Pam on the podcast and Pam is a listener and a community builder and she's here to share her story and her passion with all of us. So go ahead, grab your cup of coffee, grab your knitting or crochet, sit back and let's enjoy a little time with Pam. So let's get Pam on the podcast here. Pam, is that you? Yes. Hi. How are you doing today? I am wonderful. Thank you, Marley. I hope you're well. I am doing absolutely fantastic. I'm a, it's already been an eventful morning running around, so I apologize for the slight delay, but I had to take my son to basketball, and I didn't get back, and I was like, oh, my gosh, i got to go. So it, 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 it's crazy around here. That's the way it goes. It is right? not a problem. <laughs> so, Pam, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of what is your backstory with knitting and crochet? Um, well, I have been knitting, I've always been a really crafty person. I mean, I used to cross stitch when I was little and I, I taught myself how to knit in my, um, early twenties. And then I started knitting a lot more seriously in my late twenties. And, um, I, you know, I'm a junkie. I do it all the time and, um, I never go anywhere without any knitting. It's just, um, 
something that I'm really passionate about. And I think that it has with me more than any other craft I've ever done because it's so versatile. It's There are so many materials that you can use, such a huge variety in, in types and color, and you can take it easy and do something really easy like a garter stitch square, or you can do something really um, complex and challenging and, and learn new skills all the time. So I, I think that's one of the things that I really love about it and the fact that it's so portable. Yes, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. Uh, I love that you said you became a junkie because that's, that's exactly how it feels, doesn't it? It's like all of a sudden, it all of does. my, yeah, all of my money went to books, went to yarn, went to hooks and needles. And I'm just like, I can't get enough. Yes. Yes, I, I agree. And I have a, um, I crochet also, not as much. Um, I've played around with dyeing yarn just for fun. I have a spinning wheel and I really want a, like a rigid heddle loom, but I'm trying to hold off right now because I know I just don't have the time to put into learning one more thing. So, um, but you know, if it's fiber and if it's, if it's yarn, I, I really, I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> so tell me how you have turned this junky passion into something that you're helping the entire fiber community out with. Well, it's kind of funny because um, I'm in my mid forties and I have worked for corporations, you know, since I got out of college in one form or the other, mostly I've been in software sales working for, um, you know, larger software companies. I just spent 10 years at a, one of the largest privately held software companies in the world. And while I was good at it and it was a great career for me, I, you know, I, I, I didn't love it. My soul wasn't in it. It didn't um, feed me in terms of my creative needs. And um, so about five years ago or so, you know, I, I would – talk with my husband and say, you know, I really want to try and figure out some way to have a career in the fiber crafting space. And um, I explored a lot of options. I, I looked at switching into sales for um, yarn lines. I considered dyeing. I was in negotiations with a local yarn store to buy um, an LIS. Um, and for one reason or the other, all of those didn't none of them were going to be the right fit for me and I was talking with my girlfriend one day I had read this book called the hundred dollar startup which I love when I first started reading it I couldn't sleep because it would just make my brain go 50 miles an hour and it was very um it was a it was a really good book and one of the things it talks about is figuring out what your skills are and figure out what your passions are and then figure out how to merge the two. And I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who's also a knitter. And I was like, I, I wish there was some way I could represent these smaller indie dyers and um, indie business owners, but I know that margins are slim for them and they could never pay, you know, like commissions to have a dedicated rep or something like that, that would make it feasible for me or feasible for them. And I thought, you know, if they want to go and have their business online, they already have a couple of options. And I said, who am I to compete with, with those platforms that are already out there? And then I started thinking about it a little bit more and I felt like, well, who am I to compete with those platforms? Because 
I am a knitter and, and a crafter, and I know this space, and I know the things that as a shopper I wish were better. We already have um, dedicated online platforms like Ravelry where they speak the same language that we speak, so we're used to having that online presence and online community. And I started, my husband and I, you know, looked at industry information and started talking to web developers and, um, you know, really putting a little bit more um, um, work into the research behind what it would take to do something like this. And um, ultimately, we decided to go for it. And um, I partnered with a web development company. So they've done all the web development for me, which has been great because it was a really complicated site to build. Um, but we, I got to the point where I felt like, you know, why can't we have an online virtual fiber festival that's available 24-7 um, where you can search for things specifically by color or by fiber type or by product type, and that's sort of where we ended up. I love some filters on Amazon, so I wanted to really bring that kind of capability into the site. Awesome. And so when, you know, is it kind of one of those, if you build it, they will come sort of situations? Yeah, I did some, um, I did reach out to a number of indie business owners before we really went down the path of committing to it just to kind of find out what people's thoughts were. And everybody was very positive um, and supportive of the idea. And I was a little bit nervous about being very public with it before um, we got too far into the development because I didn't want anyone else to think it was a really good idea. I don't think many people are crazy enough to take on this project like I am, but, um, but it, it's been, I've been overwhelmed with the response from the shop owners and, and the folks that are checking the site out. And um, so it's, I don't think I even really said this, but it's basically an online marketplace or like an online fiber festival where shop owners can, set up a shop front and sell their products. So they have a page that's dedicated to their shop where they can provide information about themselves and then they can list items for sale in their shops. Um, it's similar to some of the platforms that people are probably already used to. It's just dedicated to the fiber crafting space. Now, are you restrictive on who it is that can come in and have their own storefront? Uh, like for example, like big box stores or big box companies can't advertise on Ravelry. They keep that really close to the indie market specifically. Um, are, are you the same way? Well, a little bit, but not, um, it may not be as black and white. Um, one of the current restrictions that the, is that the shops do have to be U.S. based. And mm -hmm. um, the reason for that was, I really wanted to include international capability, and that is a long-term, a longer-term goal of mine. But to be able to accommodate all the different currencies and different shipping options and time zones and measurement systems was going to add a huge level of complexity. So we decided to table that, and um, right now we're only supporting U.S.-based shops. I do have one rogue Canadian shop who just decided to go for it, but. Um, <laughs> And she, she did a workaround. So, um, but in general, right now, we are strictly U.S.-based shops. And I feel more like my criteria is an indie business owner. So there are some small indie businesses that are not necessarily selling hand um, handmade goods. Like they're not selling yarn that they dyed, but 
um, maybe they're getting it from a local mill or, or something like that. So I, I'm less um, concerned about it being um, somewhat commercial and more about supporting indie businesses that are in the fiber crafting space. Very cool. Now, uh, can you name some of the companies that you have working with you, some of the storefronts? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, Sherry Arts was one of the first ones to open up a shop with me, and she's based in Oregon. She has beautiful hand-dyed fiber and yarn, and she, she dyes it in a palindrome, so it's the same forward as it is backward. Um, okay. Knit Spin is another company. She does a lot of fiber and breed-specific. Um, uh, so she's got really great products for people who want to make bats or for spinners. Um, we have, let's see, um, I'm looking through some of these, alpacamom.com, she's got an alpaca farm, and she has some really beautiful yarns, um, spindle, shuttle, and needle has some really beautiful fiber, bugbear woolens, bawberry farms, um, mohair silk, wild hair fiber, um, needle clicks, etc. She's got some fun stitch markers and note cards that are um, specific for crafters. Um, loose knots. She's got some really beautiful yarn. North Star alpacas, three strands, fiber works. Um, upcycle. Up, I'm sorry. Upcycle doby nuts. She's got bags and she sells these cute um, tote bags that she makes from recycled sheep seed sacks um so she's got a farm i've got quite a few that are farmers or have fiber farms and um they put their products in the shops that's awesome so we have a couple questions uh on facebook people are asking uh chris lopez who we love we love chris lopez um she is asking so she has two different questions uh the first one is how does uh, somebody rent the space in your virtual fiber fest and then I'll just throw this out there because you could probably answer it too. It says, how is this different than putting products on Etsy? Well, so signing up for a shop is really easy. You basically just go online and create a shop. I don't have any registration fees, listing fees, or setup fees. Um, we just have a flat transaction fee when your products sell. Um, so in some ways, it's not really different from putting products in Etsy, except that it's a very niche marketplace. And if you go on to fibercrafty.com and click on the Let's Shop button, you'll see on the left side we have filters. So you can shop by category. Like if you're specifically looking for fiber, you can click on fiber. If you're looking for yarn, you can click on yarn. You can um, do filters by yarn weight. And filters by color family. And we linked to Ravelry. Um, they expose their, it's called an API. It's an application protocol interface, but it's a way that you can talk to each other. So what we did was we um, used the Ravelry APIs that are available for those pieces of information. So that color family list that you see is identical to what you would see on Ravelry. So it's really familiar. Um, the fiber choices, we're actually going to be um, changing to a more extensive list of fiber types. And again, it will be the fiber list that you can find on Ravelry. So you can be very specific. Like if you're looking for a Coriadale yarn or if you're looking for a um, merino 
cashmere silk blend, you would just check all of those and it's going to show you all of the choices that meet the criteria that you're looking for. So you can actually get really specific. If you want a fingering weight yarn and you want it in red and you want it to be made out of um, Angora, then you can do a search for that. So cool. it is, it's similar to marketplaces that are available right now. It is just specifically designed for the fiber crafting space and speaking that language. Awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I love it. Um, I'm sure there's a, I'm, I'm listening and I'm taking notes and I, and I'm sure there's like more questions over here on Facebook. Um, so if you have a question and you're listening live, everybody go ahead and leave me uh, the, or put the question over on the Facebook comments. So that way I can ask the question of Pam. Um, Pam, where are you located? I'm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, are you really? I was just in Charlotte. That's so cool. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. Um, That's, Go ahead. Charlotte's about three hours from here. When my husband and I started dating, he was living there. So I used to make frequent weekend trips to <laughs> Charlotte <laughs> until we decided enough is enough and we moved back to Raleigh. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, oh, what does this say? Let's see. Tammy says, some of the things I've heard about on her website is seeing the cool stuff that I've only heard about. Oh, so what Tammy's saying is one of the things that she loves about your website is that she might have heard about a particular yarn, you know, through the internet over social media and stuff, but then she actually gets to see it and see all the wonderful things on your website, which is a wonderful bonus. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's really cool to um, read about some of the farms and some of the, you know, they post pictures of the sheep or they name their yarns after some of the animals on their farms. And um, it's funny because I, my daughter, I have a 15 year old daughter and, you know, every day I'm like, Oh, I just saw something really cool and fiber crafty. I want to get it. And <laughs> she's like, mom, you can't do that. You got to <laughs> don't buy everything because that's totally what I want to do. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of really beautiful hand spun and, um, some stunning fiber that I've seen. And then, you know, it's interesting because I don't have any experience processing fleeces. Um, I just buy, you know, braids that are already dyed and ready to go. Um, but there's a lot of fleeces that are available. And one of the things that my developer did, which I think is really cool, is when you click into a, a product, you we have this like Zoom hover feature. So it really takes you up close into the picture. So you can see um, really detailed um, views of some of the products because it's hard buying products online. The, you know, the photos are everything. It's not the same as going to a local store where you can touch and feel the items. You, you need to really be able to see it well and have a clear picture of what it is that you're purchasing. And um, I think that we did a really nice job including that capability. Fantastic. Now I'm on the website right now and I'm looking around. Um, and I don't think you answered this already. I mean, sometimes I get caught up in writing the notes and answering questions and stuff. But what about uh, patterns and such? Are you going to venture into that side of it? You know, I've, I've gone back and forth about that, Marley. I mean, there's a, a bunch of things I've kind of contemplated. Um, but I feel like Ravelry does such a good job of um, – making patterns available on the site and there's, you know, pattern fish. I mean, there's a couple of places and um, that are already selling patterns. So yes, technically speaking, it is possible, but I've sort of um, tried to stay away from that because I know 
personally, when I buy a pattern on Ravelry, I love that it's stored in my library and I don't have patterns in 10 different places. So I don't have to go hunt something down. So it was not as much of a priority for me. Um, We do have the ability to support downloads. And if the need presents itself, then that may be something that we will um, implement and turn on. And, but for now, it wasn't a huge priority for me. And, you know, one of the things that I'm really excited about with Fiber Crafty is, as you mentioned, I'm a huge believer in community. I mean, I believe that that's where you make your local difference or you make the biggest difference in your life, whether it's your neighborhood or your church or your school community. We all are part of all these little communities, but all of us are a part of the fiber crafting community, Um, whether we are passive participants and just, you know, consuming yarn and, and making projects or whether we are out there in the bigger picture. And I would be a fool to think that I have all the answers. I don't. I don't know what is um, always going to be the right answer for how we set something up on Fiber Crafty. So one of the things that I'm really excited about is the future evolvement of the site by taking feedback from shop owners or feedback from shoppers and making changes on the site to make it a better place for everybody and to make it more functional and useful and helpful. Um, One of my biggest goals was that it be easy to use. I I don't feel – I think that it's really easy to overcomplicate online things, and I really wanted to try and and keep it with a a really simple, easy-to-follow interface. Um, And I think that we've done a pretty good job with that, and the feedback that I've had has been um, very positive in that regard. But – I'm just excited about being able to evolve this based on the direction that makes the most sense for the community at large. That's awesome. Uh, Christy on Facebook has said she just checked out the store and wow, this is going to get me into trouble is what she said. Good. That's the kind of trouble that we like. (laughs) That's good trouble. That's not much trouble. I love this. So, um, you know, part of this, when you said you want to help support the indie designers and that's why you've built it or the indie yarn dyers. Um, did you attend fiber events, fiber festivals and to kind of get a feel and to see what was out there on the market? I've attended some, um, where I live is the Carolina fiber festival, which is, um, it's not very big. Um, I actually live, um, about four hours from Asheville for the, you know, the SAF fiber festival. And I'm definitely planning to attend. Um, yeah, I I definitely want to go this fall and I have it on my calendar. I've had conflicts every year, um, you know, working a full-time corporate job. And then, you know, I've got two kids and, being in the fiber world wasn't my career, so it was it was a lot harder for me to prioritize some of the um, events that would be more of a stretch. Um, but now I can um, because it's my job, right? So um, I think that it's going to make a difference in terms of my ability to participate in those. And like I was going to go to the Maryland Sheep and Wool this year, but I actually ended up launching Fibercrafty on May 12th. So that last week or so of development was it was crazy crunch time. So it was, uh, you know, we were trying to get everything finished to be able to roll it out. And I I didn't have the bandwidth to be able to go up there. Um, But in the future, I would really like to attend some things like that. Um, Brian Beck, I mean, anything on the East Coast, I think would be um, pretty easy to attend. 
for me. I love that comment. I didn't, I didn't have the bandwidth to do that. I'm like, oh, like, that's awesome. I'm going to use that. Yeah. That turn of phrase. That's fantastic. That's perfect. That's exactly how I feel. That, that totally encompasses everything that uh, that I feel in life. Um, well, you know how it is. I mean, as a working mom, you, you're you're still doing all the mom stuff, which is kind of full time, and and then you're also working. And um, it's funny because you know I've worked for a corporate a corporation for you know the last twenty years, and in some form or other, and. And it's been, um, this has been a huge change for me going from working a corporately defined job to being the boss and doing everything. And, and my role has shifted because for a long time it was development. And then all of a sudden it was tech support. And, um, you know, once the site went live and customer service and it's been really fun, um, but it's definitely a whole different kind of challenge than what I was dealing with before. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. And I think that my mindset has changed. And I think you can relate to this just, I mean, I've been listening to you for so long. So I know your history in terms of working for corporate and then doing your own thing. But my mindset went from having to work to getting to work. And it's really, it's totally different. And I, I find myself working all the time and um, it's okay though, because it's something that I'm really passionate and excited about. And I was actually on vacation last week and I still worked, but I tried really hard not to work too much and just to really be with my family. But, um, it was a little bit hard, <laughs> but um, is, I did right? manage to just, just be vacation. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> I different. I love that you get to work. Cause that's exactly, that's the feeling. And it doesn't stop when you own your own business and, and it's really something you just love to do even though, you know, I'll put in many, many hours, I still love what I do. So, I mean, yeah. you've, you've repeatedly said, you know, you're really enjoying this, you're really enjoying this. Are you finding that you still have time to knit? Are you finding that you still have time to <laughs> do the fiber side and not just the techie side? Because that's where, that's where I'm finding, even for myself, and I haven't even built a website like what you did, but I find I spend more time online than with my hands in the yarn. And I, feel like I'm getting just too tense and too much of that I know that if I can just take a day and just play with yarn I'm I'm a much better person <laughs> yeah I'm the same way um you know I definitely have a lot less time to do it but um I'm one of those people that does it all the time like I have emergency knitting in my car and you know I'll you know my dog likes to eat breakfast on the deck so a lot of times in the morning the first thing I'll do I'll feed her get my coffee and I'll sit outside for like 10 minutes and it's only 10 minutes but if I sit out there with some knitting it's just a nice way to start the day I get a little bit done um and then usually you know if I have to take the kids anywhere I'm knitting there it's one of those things that you just like fit it into the pockets of time but in general no like my previously with my previous life, you know, I would go to work, come home, we'd eat dinner. And then around eight or eight thirty, my husband and I would sit down and like watch a show and I would knit for an hour or so. And now oftentimes during that hour, the show is on, but I'm not really watching it as closely because I'm doing work, um, which is okay. I don't mind because again, it's something that I'm getting to do. It's something that I'm really excited about the fact that this is actually happening. Like even talking to you right now is just a little tiny bit surreal, but um, <laughs> just because I've been listening to you for so many years and all of a sudden, the you know, I'm the one that's on here. So <laughs> it's a little bit crazy. 
I had I to think get it's pretty nerves. cool. Around eleven thirty, but <laughs> no, no nerves. I'm easy to talk to. I'm. I it's it's. This is fun. This is great conversation. I love it when I get to talk to people. I mean, as a listener, you know this. When people really get to, they just go gung ho with their passion. And I was telling, I met a friend of mine who I went to high school with. Um, he is him and his family are in Charlotte right now, but they're going to be moving back to Iowa. But he he was long story short, I had the biggest crush on him in high school. And so God bless him for at least still being nice to me. Cause I just know I was the most annoying person ever. Cause I was, you know, I was super <laughs> crush on him, but, and he was my teammate. He was my track teammate. Well, he got a scholarship for football to go to CU. And then I ended up going to see you for track. You know, I no longer had a crush on him anymore. And so we just became acquaintances, you know? Um, so yeah. time has gone on. It's been 20 years. He's married. I know his wife. We all went to high school together. And so this is the time, I, first time I've really seen him in a good 15 years. And what happened after his college career is he went to the NFL for a little bit, and then he was an accountant, then he did some school teaching stuff. And he told his now wife, you know, I really would like to be a doctor. He wanted to be an orthopedic doctor because he had so much work done through the football years and injuries and such. And so here he is, you know what, maybe he was 28 or I'm not even sure at the time and went back to school to be an orthopedic doctor. So now he is finishing up. He's going to Iowa to become a full, you know, he's no more schooling. It's, it's the doctor form. And I told him how proud I was of him because it takes so much to get that idea and then full force into your life and take that leap, mm-hmm. take that step. Yeah. And so, yes, his is to take that step and be a doctor, you know, when he was married, had kids and, you know, it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And it's, that's, that's a full family commitment. It's not just him, it's everybody. And the same goes yeah. for you as, as a working yep. mom and mom of two kids and everything. I mean, that's a huge step. So kudos to you. And I wish you just the most success ever because when it hits, when you get to take that step and everything is working and you're jiving and you are just loving life, like it's, it's the best feeling in the whole world. And I, I wish yeah. that for everybody. And I just, I love talking Thank to you. people that do that. Yeah. Thank you. It's definitely scary. I mean, it is definitely kind of taking a leap of faith. And there were moments where I was like, I'm insane. What am I doing? But then you know, the reality was I signed a contract. <laughs> I really couldn't bail, you know, after that point where I signed a development contract. And so it made it easier to stay committed. And I mean, I wanted to, don't get me wrong, because it is something that I really wanted to do. And frankly, I feel like if we didn't pursue this, and I say we include my husband, he's, you know, he's been very supportive, but he does, he's just on the periphery. But um <laughs> you know, he let me spend all this money to, to build this site because we did contract with a professional firm because he's a developer. My husband is a um, programmer and in the beginning stages we talked about, well, could we build this ourselves? And we really decided that no, if we were going to do this, it had to be done right because this was other people's businesses, um, other people's avenues for, you know, putting themselves out there. And it had to be done professionally and it had to be high quality. So we really put a lot into it on the front end to make it, um, you know, we, we had to make choices as to capabilities to include. Like I know somebody had asked me if we have an app. 
we, we don't yet. I mean, I, I don't have, I'm not at the point where I can create an app for this. I mean, one day that would be great, but we did include the capability that the site would be um, dynamic based on what you're using. Like if you're on the phone, the screen will accommodate a phone size screen. If you're on your iPad, it accommodates an iPad size screen. And that was a workaround to not have to spend the money to build an app, but it will still meet people's needs on mobile devices. So, yeah. but we, we just really went for it and um, it, you know, yeah, it's kind of big. I mean, there's definitely some nights that I wake up and have a hard time sleeping because it's a little scary, but it, you know, I love my kids seeing me do this too. Yes. And, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's pretty cool. My daughter being 15, she texted me at like 1130 and said, good luck, mommy. You're going to do great with Marley Bird. I mean, it was really cute. And, um, <laughs> They're so fun. And my son's 11 and he's all about fiber crafty. He's like fiber crafty this, fiber crafty that, you know, and, and it's just, it's fun to see them watching me do this. And we went, my daughter went with me to the Carolina Fiber Festival. She convinced me to check her out of school early. Don't tell her Spanish teacher, but um, I took her out of school early and she went back with me to the fiber festival. And we were talking to some of the vendors about fiber crafty. And after the first one, Oh, Marley, I'm a crier like you. <laughs> but oh. she's like, Mom, that was so cool. So it's just, it's been, as a mom, it's been really great for my kids to see this also, that I love giving them the message that they can do something if they want to. And, you know, frankly, I mean, 20 years ago, this type of thing wasn't available as an option. The Internet yeah. has just made the biggest difference in the world, and it has opened up so many different opportunities and, and doors and, and avenues for people to build a business and to be creative yeah. and do something that's not been done before if, you know, so if they were – they had the vision for it. So it's, yeah. it's kind of cool, you know, just <laughs> thinking about it from the big picture and a little overwhelming sometimes, but it's – you know, I'm thankful for the opportunity. I think it's awesome. Well, here's, here's a business idea for you. I'm surprised your 11 year old hasn't mentioned this yet. Cause you know, I mean, you know, Jojo, he's 11 and he's like all about YouTube. And so he's the smash that everybody has asked me, you know, where does the smash that like button? What kid says it? It's Josiah. And so <laughs> here's, here's my suggestion to you. You should see if the indie dyers would do like a skate other yarn is like a sample and you could do like really quick YouTube reviews like hey check out this new this shop we have look at this yarn just like a five minute sort of thing and just have it be you know just a, a YouTube thing that people could click to check out you actually talking about the yarn to help promote these companies just an idea out there or have your kid do it because I mean people love kids that's a great idea. I um I did set up a YouTube channel and I have um real short videos about how to do things on the website, but I actually just I haven't really had time to play with this, but I just downloaded some software to my computer that will allow me to do a live stream of me, like my face in the corner talking but showing the Fibercrafty website so that I could kind of do something similar, but, you know, show people Perfect. different stores and different products yeah. that are available and things like that. But it was so funny. My son came home from school and I was like, guess what I did all day today was I learned how to, to live stream because, you know, he's into video games too. And, you know, he watches all those live streams and oh my um, gosh, I know. so anyhow, it's, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that's one of the things that I want to start playing with and, and messing around with and, um, it took a lot of work to learn how to do it. <laughs> All their sites are geared towards gamers. 
oh yeah, you're one step above me because I don't know how to do that part yet. Because Josiah has asked me, and then Twitch. Have you ever heard of something called Twitch? I guess it's a, um, a live. I know it exists, but okay, <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I am. Because Joey's like, Mom, you got to get on Twitch, and I'm like, What do I do on Twitch? He goes, Well, people can watch you knit, and I'm like. Nobody wants to sit there and watch me knit, you know? He's like, no, I'm telling you, Mom, you got to get on Twitch. I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know, Josiah. So he's my he's my YouTube guru. He's always down here trying to tell me what to do next. And I told him he needs to do some crafty videos with me. So not knitting or crochet, but just something crafty. And so he's all about uh-huh. it. He's been telling me. He's been telling me, he's like, we got to go get my hair cut. I got to do this. And he goes, can I say smash that like button? I said, sure, dude. <laughs> you know, whatever works. It's just, it's funny. That's but funny. um. I love it. I love that your kids are the same age as mine because I feel the exact same way you do about showing them that they can do anything. Um, that's yep. going to make me cry. Um, that's like one of the best things I think I'm able to show, especially, I want to say, especially my daughter, because I feel like uh, that's something that my dad showed me because he, he had a business and then all these people went bankrupt on him, but he refused to go bankrupt on the people that he owed money to. And so he paid them all back. And then, you know, revamped again, started a whole nother business. Like I've watched him go through this entrepreneurial um, world my whole life, you know, and he taught me that, well, if I'm being completely honest, he taught me that with, you know, trust in the Lord, hard work and determination and dedication, you can really achieve anything. And watching him do that has meant so much to me, you know, especially now that I can look back and reflect on it. And so the fact that you and I are both able to provide that kind of um, role model for our kids, you know, in that sense that Mm -hmm. they really can do anything, I think is just, it's huge and super important um, that, that, I mean, it's, it's great. It's a, it's a great thing. We are going to run out of time. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's great. I think you're doing awesome stuff. I'm thrilled that you're on the podcast. Well, thank you so much, Marley. I am so happy that this worked out, and I'm loving that I have the opportunity to talk to you, and hopefully one day we'll get to meet in person and um, I'll give you a big old hug. So I that do appreciate you letting me come on. This was, um, It was pretty exciting for me. Well, as you know, it's the time of the show that we give away prizes, and you have prizes to give away to everybody. Um, So let's tell people that are listening live first that if you are listening live and you want to call in for a chance to win, um, you need to call 347-539-5589. I totally just said that from memory. Um, (laughs) My screen's not up. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Um, 347-539-5589 is the call-in number. So pick up your phone, go ahead and call in. What happens is you're placed on the switchboard. And so you will um, come up and I will just see your phone number. So it it just comes up as your phone number and I'll be able to randomly select a winner over there. If you are not listening live, don't worry. There's always a chance for you to win as well. And I'll talk about that here in a minute. So let's ask Pam. Pam, what are you giving away today? Marley, I have five prize bundles. And these have all come from, all the items have come from the shops that are listed on Fiber Crafty. And I can't believe how generous everybody was. So um, I sat down and um, put together bundles of things. And I am including with each prize a 
project bag that um, I made with Fibercrafty fabric. So you'll get a drawstring project bag that I made with Fibercrafty fabric, and then there is one bundle that has spinning fiber. It's got one braid and one bat, um, and then I have another bundle. And it, by the way, if everyone goes to the Fibercrafty Facebook page, sorry, Marley, I don't want to draw them away from your page, but oh, no, if they no, go no, to the Fibercrafty I have on the Fibercrafty Facebook page, I have pictures of all of these and descriptions. Okay. So, and it's also on Instagram. So if people want to go to Fibercrafty on Instagram, they can also see these bundles. Um, but we've got one with um, two skeins of hand-spun Falkland, and it's gorgeous. It's like an eggplant purple. Tammy's just going to be so jealous. Um, <laughs> and then I've got another bundle. It's got a $25 gift certificate to New Hue Hand Spuns, which is one of the shops on Fibercrafty, and some stitch markers and a Yarn Love decal. We have another bundle that's got two skeins of hand-painted yarn, um, some handmade buttons, and some handmade stitch markers. And then there is one more that's got a skein of alpaca yarn and a skein of um, hand-spun. So wow. we've got quite a few things. Oh, my gosh. So let's do this. Let's give away, let's give away four of them to live call-in listeners and one to a commenter because it's really hard to give away multiples to commenters because we, we forget what, who that there's, Oh, there's more than one price. Um, yeah. That I knew good? you were going to do that. All right. Did you know? <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> All right, cool. So we'll do this. We will just say, okay, the first caller gets to pick whatever number they want. So if, you know, if you're the first winner, Hey, congratulations. And so we'll just go down from there. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Perfect. So I'm going to give people still a chance to call in. Don't worry. We don't buy. I promise. And it's really easy. Just call in and you just hang out on the phone. 347-539-5589. Tammy has posted that in the Facebook live uh, chat area. And hopefully most of you have put it on your speed dial by now. Um, other than that, as I mentioned, there's a chance for you to win by leaving a comment on the show notes. It's really simple. After the show today, Tammy, who we've been speaking about, who's my social media Medusa, she puts the show notes up for each podcast after the podcast over on MarleyBird.com. When you go to MarleyBird.com, you go to the show notes for today's show, which can be found in the blog menu or the podcast menu. And there is a brief synopsis of everything we spoke about, including links and images. And Tammy does a really good job. At the bottom of that post, you'll see where it says you can leave a reply or leave a comment, and you're simply going to do that. And you will include a keyword that Pam will give us here in just a minute. Once you have left your comment, you can then go ahead and browse around the Marley Bird website if you choose. Um, but other than that, you will just hang out. And in about two to three weeks after the original air date of the podcast, that's when we go back and we choose a winner from today's show. The reason I give you two to three weeks is because I know life gets in the way and you don't have a chance to listen to the shows right away. So we want to make sure you have a chance to go back and binge on the Yarn Thing podcast and then go and leave comments. So for example, I am going to find Tammy here and Tammy is going to go back a couple of weeks back in time and select a winner from a previous podcast. So hi, Tammy. Maybe. Tammy, are you there? Nope. All right. Tammy, you're not answering. <laughs> Hello, Tammy. Tammy, Tammy. Let's see here. Uh, let me see. Tammy, let me confirm her phone number. What phone number? 
I feel like we should say, talk amongst yourselves. See, guys, I'm telling you, I, I, there's no names on this, so I don't know anything. And I swear I know her phone number because I usually just click right on it. So maybe I clicked on a different number. Do, 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 do. Oh, she do, said, I'm here. I don't think you clicked me. I see that. I think I did. Let me go back. What area code? I clicked 208. Let me click it again. Tammy? There I am. Oh, there I, I am. I clicked this one. I don't know what happened. All right, here you are. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. Thank you for finding me. I'm here. I know. I know. All right, so we have we have about 12 minutes. I'm going to mute myself so you can select a winner and then get a keyword. Okay. Thanks for joining us, Pam. I appreciate you sending me that that first email. Well, thank you so much for all your help in making this happen. <laughs> what I don't think people realize is how short a time period the beginning of your story was. In what way? When, what, when did you first get this idea? For fiber crafting? It's been about yeah. two years. Two years, people. Um, it, was, <laughs> it was just about two years ago, and it's one of those things, you know, that they say that it, people underestimate what they can – or they overestimate what they can do in a day, and they underestimate what they can do in a year or whatever, something like that. But it's that's it took a long time. You know, I, I put a lot of thought and work into it, and then it took a long time to build the site. It, it took about a full uh, 14 months to build the website. And that's all I wanted to say was I wanted to emphasize the fact that Two years ago, you were a listener just like me and everybody else in the in the queue or or in the Facebook um, commenting section. Um, you, you know, you were a listener just like us. In fact, I had her email in my email because we'd sent her prizes. So just like us, yes, folks. She listened to Marley's podcast. She was inspired by all these guests that that were making their dreams come true, literally. And you know, I I don't I can't. I'm, that's the thing I want to gush over is you're awesome. And technology has just come so far. Yes. It definitely opens a lot of opportunities. Yes. So you go girl. Um, So we're going back. (laughs) We're going back to uh, when Nora Guan was on the um, program and she um, shared her new uh, pattern book framework with us and the random number generator selected or scrolled and I lost it. Hang on. Ramona's comment said, and she used the the correct um, the the word was walkway, which was a very popular pattern out of this collection. Um, Ramona says, "I was laughing listening to Marley saying over and over again, I'm trying to give you a compliment.' I remember that. I had the same reaction when I first saw the collection. Really, that's Nora. I think that's great to be reminded that while a designer can be known for a particular style, that their ta- talent extends to many styles." And what a lovely collection. I can see why Walkway is the most popular. So I will be emailing Ramona that she is the comment winner. Did you select a word or phrase? Um, you know, I think, can we do like a, um, um, oh, I'm totally drawing a blank. Can we have a prompt, have people um, tell us what kind of indie products they like to shop for or go on Fibercrafty and see if there's what kind of things they like on about the site, um, either thing like that. Sure, yeah. we could do something like I spy with my, with my little eye. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, 
like that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Cause it's a great way. That's a great way for you to use, use this as a way to get feedback for what, you know, who you should contact, what your what people are liking and all of that. That's a great idea. Well, thank you. Perfect. Okay. And, and Ramona, you and I are like, like this, because that's exactly how I felt when, the, when Nora was on the podcast. I was like, I'm so, I felt like I was giving her like a backhanded compliment, but I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. I was, you know, anyways, I digress. So anyways, okay, Tammy, thank you so much. And uh, when do you Carly. think you have the show notes up, hon? Uh, they're up, so I just need to post okay. the live link. Sweet. All right, cool. Um, so there you go, everybody. You can get the show notes over at MarleyBird.com. They're already up right there right now. And Pam, you have 48 callers. And as you know, that's huge. That's a, that's a lot me. of callers. Yes, that is a lot of callers. They they love their free stuff, I'm telling you. So let's just scroll through. You t- you know how this works. You tell me when to stop, yep. and that will be the first winner. Okay, stop. I stopped. Area code 912. I heard I know this area code. Oh, I know Nine one two. Hello. Hi. Hi. Molly. This is Hazel Vaughn from Waverly Hall. Hi, Georgia. Hazel. How are you? I'm so excited. I hardly ever get to listen live, and oh. today I'm homesick from work and thought I'd listen. And wow, you picked hey, congratulations. me. You, I picked you, and you are the first one, so you get to pick. Any of the prizes, one through five, oh, you my get goodness. first choice. Oh, my goodness. And I wasn't even listening that closely. <laughs> that all sounded good, though. <laughs> hey, I never I win anything. Just what your favorite number is. Uh, well, I'll just go with number one. All right. So, Hazel, Hazel are you, you a spinner? No, I'm not. Is that a spinning you one? might want to choose two through five because number one okay. is a braid of fiber. Oh, so okay. That would not be good. How about number two then? All right. Number two. Number two Let is me your tell you what that is. Oh. oh, this is this is the one that Tammy's jealous of. This is oh. six oh. almost six hundred yards of sport DK hand spun yarn. It's Falkland. It's hand-dyed by Homespun Heirloom Yarns. She has beautiful stuff, Ooh, and it's this gorgeous yes. eggplanty purple, and it's oh, just no wonder stunning. <laughs> oh, that sounds wonderful. Thank you. Yes, Hazel and that's a generous yardage. <laughs> He's like, I am. So I am. So I love it. Oh, my gosh, that's a great prize. That's a great prize. It is. Um, I follow I've Tammy's talked- blog, too. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you to what was the name of the company that donated that? It's Homespun Heirloom Yarns. And she, of course, has a shop on Fiber Crafty, and she's got really beautiful stuff, really beautiful cool. hand spun yarn. Awesome. I want to make sure Tammy links to all of the, the people who are giving away yarn today because that's really great. So congratulations, Hazel. Oh, thank um, you. To get your prize, I need you to email me with your mailing address and phone number. And my email for the winners is winner at yarnthingpodcast.com. Winner at um, yarnthingpodcast.com. Okay. And if you, put, if you put in the subject line, you know, hey, I won on Fiber Crafty and I chose number two or something, just so that I remember what it was you won, okay? Sure. All right, Thank Hazel, congratulations. you, Marley. All right, cool. Thanks, Hazel. Thank you. 
All right. Congratulations. Well, that's awesome. Stay home from home sick and then, or stay home from work sick and you get a prize. Um, sweet. So we have uh, even more callers have called in. So I'm scrolling. You tell me to stop. That'll be the winner. Okay. Stop. Hands up. 612. So we went from 912 to 612. 612. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your name? Hi, um, this is Becky. Hi, Becky. Where are you am... calling us from? <laughs> I'm calling in from Minneapolis, and this is my first time being able to um, listen live. And I love you, Marley, and I enjoyed hearing Pam's story. It was really interesting, and I was able to check out the website a little bit, too. So Fantastic. It's your lucky Thank day, you, Becky. Becky. <laughs> I am so, so excited. That's great. <laughs> Number two. Well, well, number two is already chosen. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, number four. Number four. Number four. Oh, she already knows. Girl, she's like, girl, I got this. All right. So she did some Becky research. Went, yeah, she was number four. What is what is number four, Pam? So number four is uh, one of the project bags, but then there is also a skein of yarn. It's hand painted and it's wool, a wool tensile blend, and. Um, this is from Wild Hair Studio, and they have a farm. Um, so all of the, the yarn was dyed on the farm, and then these buttons are handmade, and the stitch markers are handmade. So she's included a couple of buttons that coordinate and some stitch markers. And then also a 400-yard uh, skein of fingering weight yarn. This is hand-dyed by Sherry Arts. It's an 80-20 superwash merino nylon blend. Um, Sherry is based in the Pacific Northwest, and she is the one that dyes her um, yarns and fibers in a palindrome. So it's the same forward as it is backwards, like the word taco cat. Um, so I think her yarn's really beautiful. Also, she's got gorgeous fiber and um, gorgeous yarns. Wow, that's awesome. Becky, yes. great choice. Great choice. I am super excited. Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate so, it. You probably know how already how to get the prize, but email me, yeah. winner at yarnthingpodcast.com. Make sure you tell me that you chose number four on this podcast. So that way I know, all right? Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks Tammy. Thanks, Becky. Thanks, Tammy. Bye. Bye. So fun. All right. Two more. I love giving away prizes. This is fun. I feel like just, we, we make a really great team. <laughs> All right. I'm scrolling. You tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Ooh, we went to the top. So we're at area code 401. This is like the number two caller. Hello. Hi, Marley. Hi, who's this? It's Audrey. How are you? Hi. Oh my gosh, Audrey! I haven't heard your voice in a while. Oh, I'm in the middle of an uh, of a long distance move. <laughs> oh my gosh, where are so, you moving to? The, South Carolina. No so, way. The, although, although, all I've had it with New England winters. It's time to thaw out. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Well. Fantastic, Audrey. I'm so glad you've called in, and congratulations. You get to pick, uh, let's see, number one, number three, or number five of the prizes today. Okay. Um, hmm, big decision. Um, I'll take number three. Number three. There you go. What is number three, Pam? <laughs> I feel like All I'm right. saying, All right, this is a good one, too. All right. Um, so number three is... 
uh, one of the project bags. And then we have a shop that just set up recently, and her shop name is Purple Goddess Design. She has great really colorful, beautiful stitch markers and decals that you can put on your car or your computer. Um, and she, so she included a set of the full Monty rainbow stitch markers and one of her decals, which says, if I can't bring my yarn, I'm not coming. Um, <laughs> and then we also have a $25 gift certificate to one of the shops on Fiber Crafty called New Hue Handspun. And she has um, both fiber and handspun yarn, and she's got really beautiful color scents. So um, I think that's another really good prize. So yay you. Oh, wow. Thank you. (laughs) That's a good treat for the whole remove thing. That's awesome. Oh, this is great. And this hour of relaxation, knitting, and listening has just been so lovely. (laughs) It's therapy, right? It's therapy. I love it. You got it. Well, Audrey, congratulations. You know how this works. Uh, The email address has changed, so it's winner at yarnthingpodcast.com. And make sure you include your mailing address, phone number, and what it was you won, and uh, we'll get the prize off to you as soon as possible. Oh, you two girls have a great day. You too, hon. I love you. Bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Oh, I just adore her. All right, so one more lucky ducky winner, and I'm scrolling. You tell me when. Okay. Stop. All right, hands up. That's air code 715. Let me click. 715. Hello? Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, I clicked it. 715. There's two 715s. Sounds like they're doing their laundry. 715. Hello? 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 Hi. Yeah, what's your name? Hello. Hi. I'm Val. I'm Valerie, the one that ordered a ton from your sale. Oh, my gosh. Hi, Valerie. How are you? I'm good. Well, lucky you, you've won more yarn. (laughs) (laughs) I just finished um, caking up all the stuff I just bought from you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot of yarn. We had so. It it took more than four hours. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. gosh. Well, that's awesome. Did you like all of it? I love it. I have a couple projects in the works already, and uh, my mind is just spinning with what else to do. Oh, good. Speaking I know of spinning, spinning, yes, I'm a beginner spinner, so I'm going to take Ooh. number one. That's Lucky perfect. you, Valerie. <laughs> I have nice. heard, yes, I think I have heard um, amazing things about the fiber. It was provided by Knit Spin. She is based near Chicago, um, but she cool. has a lot of fibers in her shop, and she brings in some interesting breeds. And this particular braid is a Polworth silk blend, and she hand-dyed it, and it's a little bit over four ounces. And I've spun Polworth silk before, and it's really nice. I think you'll like it. Oh. Um, and then also not pictured is a one-ounce bat um, that is a blend of Jacob, Alpaca, and Suffolk. And that's also hand-dyed, and that is by Howard Knitnacks. And um, so that's a little bit over five ounces of fiber to blend. To, to awesome. Spin. Oh, my God. And that'll, have that'll come with back also. Wow. Yes. That's fantastic. Congratulations, Val. Thank you. 
I'm excited. Now, you're a new spinner. I don't know if you've taken uh-huh. any crafty classes, but since they sponsor Marley, there's um, Felicia Lowe has a really good spinning class. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's like spinning oh. for color or spinning dyed fiber, something like that. But it was a really good class. So I might get to a point where that would be helpful. Okay. I have a couple of local friends who are spinners. So the one's husband fixed up my grandma's old spinning wheel for me, which I've named Tilly. And uh, (laughs) so it's kind of a special thing to me. And I'm I'm just in the very beginnings of learning, but I'll I'll finish the wool I have first before I try this fancy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's well, awesome. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Well, thank you Val. I'm so glad you were able to call in. It's nice to hear your voice, and I'm so happy that my darn went to a good home. That makes me feel yes, great. I'll be, I'll be sending you pictures of the progress of what your yarn became. Oh, that's awesome. That makes me so happy. Um, all right, so to get your prize, you need to email me, uh, winner at yarnthingpodcast.com, and make sure you include mm-hmm. your mail address and phone number, and we'll get the, the uh, wool sent out to you as soon as possible. Sounds wonderful. Thank you. Awesome. Congratulations, Val. Thanks, Valerie. Thank you. Bye. So fun. Oh, my gosh. That was so much fun giving away prizes. Great prizes, too. And you were able to Thanks. plug the different people that are on Fiber Crafty, which is fantastic. Yes. I'm going to mention the last prize. So this one will be for somebody who leaves a comment, but it's um, another drawstring project bag. And then it's a 153 yard skein of Coriadale hand spun and it's a DK sport weight. And this is from rising Phoenix fiber arts. She's a really new shop. She just opened, I think last week, Um, but it's really beautiful. And you know, for people who aren't hand spinners, if you've never knit with hand spun before, it's a treat. Um, It's just, it's a unique opportunity for someone to try it if they haven't already. Um, and then the other skein that is in that bundle is a 162-yard DK weight skein of two-ply alpaca yarn. And this is from alpacamom.com. Uh, I love her name. And it's from one of her alpaca, and her name is Ia. And she said that she puts out some of the softest fiber. And it's like a – it looks – almost pure white I don't know if it's exactly pure white but it's really beautiful wow very cool so yes. great prizes. thank you so much to the people who gave prizes and uh hopefully we're able to um ooh, what, what maybe hopefully we're able to give them a little bit uh of jump in their in their in their income and everything will go really great so that would be absolutely awesome um and I just so enjoyed having you on the podcast today this has been so much fun Pam Thank you, Marley. I'm I'm a lot less nervous than I was when we started talking. <laughs> no, it'll be good. And maybe sometime when I'm in Charlotte, you could pretend that you know you need to come and see me, and then just just drive from Raleigh to Charlotte. You know, like you did with your husband. Maybe you could be like, "Hey, let's I'll make just it happen." Yeah, we should do that. All right, it sounds like fun. Absolutely. All right, cool. Pam, this has been so much fun having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and giving away prizes. And I hope everybody goes and checks out FiberCrafty.com. And if you are an indie dyer out there, spinner, all of that stuff, guys, go check it out. Go go create your own storefront at FiberCrafty. And uh, let's just work together and really lift up this entire industry, you know, because the rising tide lifts all boats, right? So this is this is really great. Thank you, Marley.
You're welcome, hon. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much, Tammy, also, and all the callers and listeners. Awesome. Bye, Pam. Bye-bye. So fantastic. She is such a wonderful lady. Isn't that great? Isn't it fun to listen to somebody's story and know that they are right there where all of you are, probably listening and hoping and dreaming and wishing that you had a chance to jump out and create your own story here in the yarn industry. And I want to be the first to tell you that anything is possible. Don't don't, um, I, I always tell myself, don't put God in a box. And so just don't restrict your, your, your opportunities. You can do anything. And I truly believe that. And so uh, I hope all of you will go out there feeling inspired, step out on that skinny branch and try something new today. So let's hit our exit music because I love this music. Thank you so much to Buffalo Wool Company, Creative Bug, Aaron Lane Bags, Crafty.com, Stitches.events and Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. Don't forget, we are here every Tuesday during the summer of 2017. And you can always follow along over on Facebook.com forward slash Marley Bird to find out where I am, what I'm doing, and what's new in the world of Marley Bird and the video and crochet industry. I love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.